0: All-Pro Pro Bowl linebacker for the Buffalo Bills and the Washington Commanders. I want to welcome back on Mr. Lorenzo Alexander. Lorenzo, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing great. How you doing, brother?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I so saw the news. Commanders, Giants being flexed to Sunday football in two weeks. I know you said you, got, you caught parts of it yesterday. You think this could be a game maybe to decide who's making the wild card?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's been crazy how the NFC, uh, at least as people have called it in the past, right, has really kind of risen to the top of the NFL, you know, having, I think right now, I I think still all four teams, at least at one point, all four teams would have been in the playoffs if the season was over right now, uh, today. And so it's uh, just crazy to see them uh, rise to the crop, especially the commanders uh, with uh, Heineke uh, at the helm. Um, Obviously, I played for him for seven years, and to see his swag, even when I think about when he played against Tom Brady uh, a few years ago in that playoff game, Cash is loving, rally around him, and then to see Brian Dable do well over in the Giants is cool, too, because I have a connection with him, uh, with the Giants. So it's no surprising, especially with the Giants, what they're doing, uh, knowing Dable, uh, and it's always cool to see the commanders win, uh, you know, from a team and the locker room guy perspective.
0: How did you – what were your predictions for the division for this season? I thought most of the teams were kind of going to stink, but obviously Eagles and Dallas yeah. – the right.
1: Well, Dallas does not throw them in the pot yet because we know what they typically do regardless. And I'm always going to be a Dallas hater. That's just what I am and who I am. You know, after being in D.C. for so long um, and playing and competing against them. Obviously, I love the guys. Nothing. It's, it's all fun and game. But, you know, they they typically right play really well during the season and then they have their letdowns in the playoffs. And so I'm waiting to see what they do once they get to the playoffs. They're obviously a good football team they have playmakers all over the field, but for whatever reason, when it gets time for when it's, you know, it goes to their next level, they always find a way or don't show up and end up losing games. And, um, but on the other hand, you know, really love the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, what he's been able to do with AJ Brown, um, that whole offense. I, I got to see them play the commanders earlier this year. Um, obviously they played the Cardinals too. So I've seen them a couple of different times and um they're good. I mean, great defensive line, uh, explosive. Daniel Hurst can, can can do things off schedule as well. The run game, I think, gets overshadowed a lot of times with Sanders back there. And so it's a physical uh, team that can beat you in various ways, very similar like kind of how Miami has been playing this year in some ways. Um, and so they're going to be a tough team to beat and see in the playoffs.
0: Going back to Dallas, what do you, what do you think of Micah Parsons?
1: I mean, he's dominant. Um, I think he's found his home. Uh, at defensive end, um, I, that's as a as a guy watching him play, I would play him there ninety nine percent of the time and let him rush ninety nine percent of the time because that's where he's most dynamic. Can he do other things? Yes, but it is no, nothing like him coming off that edge, getting after the pass rusher, and being disruptive in the run game.
0: Yeah, and, and then going back to to Washington, obviously, this people thought this was going to be kind of a, a went season. And then he obviously gets hurt and Heineken comes in and they go on this great run. Do you think Heineke has done enough to keep the job for the rest of the season? Or do you think it's just kind of dependent on how he plays?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's about getting W's and, you know, when Wentz was in there, they weren't winning. And Heineken's in there. They are, regardless of what it looks like, he's putting his team in position to win uh, football games, you know, unless he's out there just disastrous for whatever reason, um, I wouldn't change it, even, you know, if you think Wentz is the better option as far as his capacity to play the position, at the end of the day, it comes down to W's and what galvanizes guys around you, right? And when Heineke is out there, they are greater than the sum of their parts. And, and as a football team, you don't want to mess with that type of chemistry.
0: Yeah. What do you make of this situation with Chase Young? Obviously, he's coming back from the ACL, but it feels like every week they're like, oh, he's going to play. And then, like, the last minute they're like, oh, by the way, he's not going to play. Why don't they just say he's going to play after the bye?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, being around Chase in a limited time and, and understanding his mentality and and the dog that he is, he's probably telling them, I'm, I am plan on playing. I want to yeah. play. I want to play. I, I You know, and giving him the last, up to the last chance, whether it's that. That uh Friday practice or that Saturday walkthrough to see if he can go or not. Um, and I think that's that's how they're gonna have it week in and week out. And then from a game planning standpoint, you have to worry about is Chase gonna be out there? Is Chase gonna be out there for that left tackle or that right tackle? And you always wanna create, you know, more, more uh distractions guys have to worry about, or more options guys have to worry about uh when they go out there to compete against uh your football team.
0: And looking at your bills, obviously, so they played on Thursday night, dominant performance against the Patriots, and then and with the Dolphins losing yesterday, they're back in the top slot in the AFC. How do you what do you what do you think of their season so far? I know Josh has been a little bit kind of banged up with that elbow.
1: Yeah, they've done a great job of kind of of working through all the adversity. I mean, the injury bug hit them and hit them hard, especially when you think about the premier players that were out. Um, obviously losing uh, uh Micah Hyde for the year is 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 almost hard to do, but the, the young guys have stepped up in his place. Jordan Poyer has been out. Tredavious, uh has been out as well. Um, um, uh, Matt Milano's been out, right? Tredavious White hasn't been out there. Tremaine Edmonds has been hurt. Uh, I mean, Josh had the, the UCL for a minute. Um, they've just been banged up, you know, especially on the defense. And now Vaughn is out, uh, but for some, some way, somehow, right, good football teams still find their way to the top. Um, and that's what this team is. It's a good football team, probably a great football team. And their only next thing is being able to uh, get to a Super Bowl and, and win it. Uh, and I know they have the belief because they been everywhere else. They've had the heartache, so they're built for this. And I think that they're going to you know, do a great job as far as getting stronger as these playoffs get closer.
0: Who in the AFC scares you the most as a threat to them?
1: Patrick Mahomes. And, and probably Joe, Joe Burrow the way he's been playing lately. You know, you throw Chase um, back in there as well as far as what he's able to do at wide receiver. And so um, those two teams, but uh, anytime you got Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on the field, you got to go toe-to-toe with those guys. You don't really have too much room for for error. I know, I know the Bengals beat him the other day, but those guys just operate at a very high level week in and week out and always typically find a way to win those games in the fourth quarter, which – I think over the last two or three seasons, if you want to pick out uh, a weakness of the Buffalo Bills are winning those, you know, one-score type games.
0: Yeah. And looking at the Cardinals, what do, what do you think is kind of – do you think there's a chance to salvage this season or do you think they're just kind of look, looking towards next season at this point?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, salvaging the season would be getting into the playoffs. And I don't think this team is built for that right now just with all of – the injuries, right? I think they've had the highest amount of guys that have been on active on the active day roster, uh, somewhere in the mid 60s, maybe low 70s. And when you have that type of uh uh irregular or, or unstableness to your your roster, it's just hard to get continuity as far as what guys are going to be out there, to have that that chemistry on the field, uh, the rep load that you need in order to, to play well and play at a high level. And so how I see how they can make this season most beneficial is. It's allowing those young guys, especially on the defense. I mean, there's a couple of guys on offense that I'll look at, you know, Cedar Smith playing guard, uh, seeing how he continues to develop. Obviously, getting Rondell Moore out there. He's been injured uh, a, a significant amount of time. But I look at Majai Sanders. uh, look at, uh, what is it, Cameron Jordan? Not Cameron Jordan. That's my, my former, that's out there. Uh was Cameron Thomas, the other defensive uh, linebacker for him. Obviously, Zayman, Isaiah Simmons. Them, those guys continue to mature, continue to, to minimize the mental errors, can continue to, to create consistency about who they are as a professional, and I mean not just on game day, but practice, their routine during the week, and so that they can show up and obviously make the big plays, but then also be consistent in doing their job from play to play. And I think as those those four guys really grow and impact this team defensively as the season closes out, it can really be something for them to build on going into next season.
0: What do you make of the NFC West this year is obviously get the Rams coming off a Super Bowl I've had a ton of injuries. They lose Whitworth and then Seattle just comes out of nowhere. And obviously we had this Jimmy G injury yesterday. It's been a whirlwind.
1: Yes, it's crazy. Uh, you know, obviously the last couple of years has probably been the best division in football, uh, but uh, everybody's kind of regressed for different reasons. Um, you know, anytime you shift, uh, you know, having guys like a Whitworth and I, you know, OBJ was on that team. Robert Woods was on that team that's no longer there. Henderson, there's a lot of guys in that, in the Rams, that's, it's just kind of moving, shuffling. And it's hard to win this league, too, to be able to maintain that type of dominance. And then Aaron Donald, you know, is, is hurt now as well. And they just haven't been able to get any type of rhythm. Cooper Cup has been out. Um, and then you look at obviously we talked about the Cardinals as just being disarrayed from the beginning with hop starting out the season, the offense not being able to score a point in the first, I think, quarter for like six or seven games. And then you have obviously uh, Seattle was really jumped ahead, Geno Smith. I think the young guys on their team, and I think that's really what separated them, right? When you draft when you draft a rookie class, you really don't know what you're gonna get out of them. And their rookie class is kind of mirroring that rookie class that Pete had. I think with Richard Sherman and and uh, and Cam, right, those guys that – those were, I think, six-round picks that end up being Hall of Famers, right, or going to potentially be Hall of Famer, all-pro caliber players. And they have some of those guys playing for them as far as the running back and I think one on the defensive side of the ball as well that's playing well. And so you you don't count on those guys. And when you get something like this, you get a better season than what you expect. And so it's been really cool to watch. Uh, you know, just some young guys getting their opportunities and going out there and showing out.
0: You ever seen a quarterback at at Geno's age having his breakout season?
1: Um, not a quarterback. You know, I did it. You know, I'm just saying, you know, it just, it's really just about having the right opportunity, growing, having the time, time to grow and develop, right? Because he had his opportunities early on, but he might not have been ready to to seize those opportunities because, used to have a special teams coach tell me that everybody's going to get exposure you're going to have good or bad exposure based on your on your your ability to go out there and take advantage of those opportunities and, and the
0: dude clocked him that probably didn't help either
1: right yeah oh yeah yeah my, my man uh amika yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i play with him too in buffalo but yeah that that obviously was a setback so you face it personally but everybody gets injuries right so um, throughout their their career, I mean, Josh Allen had won his rookie year. People forget about, it, but it was similar UCL uh, injury that he missed games. Uh, so it's about how you bounce back. Do you have when does the next opportunity come as well? Because it, it's been a long time since he's had been the guy. Who really doesn't feel like he has to look over his shoulder, which guys sometimes aren't able to to, to handle well, uh, especially if it's a it's a it's a, a short leash on you. So it was just cool to watch him do it. Uh, it doesn't happen often. It's glad to see that when he got this opportunity, he's taking full advantage of it. And now hopefully he can compound that into another great year, another great year, and be able to go out uh, the way he thought his career would always go.
0: Do you think it was just kind of like a, there's really no, like this is kind of like a, like, a, like a rebuild year. There's really no expectations. And that kind of just lifted all the pressure off of him. Like, all right, I can just ball.
1: I mean, there's always pressure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got to perform. You have to win games. Um, the You always have an expectation when you step on the field as a football team to go out there and do it. Now, it may not be the external pressure that people would expect of like a Patrick Mahomes, right? But as a football player in an organization, uh, your goal is always to win games. It's always to put yourself – in a position to go to the playoffs and so that pressure of that of winning is always there because you never know when your last time opportunities to play you never know when you may get hurt and, and then his replacement comes in and so you always feel like you have to show up and perform especially knowing what his history is right and and where he's been and what he's had to go through and so he had pressure on him it might not have felt like it might not have been the expectation to win the Super Bowl but you still have the expectations of winning, doing your job at a high level, leading the, leading the team, uh, walking through adversity and doing it well. Um, every season as, as, as a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah.
0: And I see you get the Cal hat on. What do you make of Rodgers' season? Because I think – I mean, a lot of people maybe thought he wasn't coming back, and then he does come back. Yeah, and I mean, as well.
1: Obviously, it's lackluster. Um, every Everyone has one of those seasons uh, where it's just not going right for you. Um for whatever reason, whether it's injuries, whether it's personnel, whether it's just you not performing well, obviously it's a, it's a collection of things. I think that the defense hasn't performed that people thought it'd be probably one of the better defenses in the league as well. And then because of of who a Rod is and, and how and how he speaks and what he talks, you know, everybody wants to jump on on him and 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 and, and, and getting why he's down because it's the, really the first time he's shown any type of. Uh, uh, vulnerability or being human as far as playing the quarterback position um, and so the time is prime for all the naysayers to jump on after having two back-to-back MVP seasons
0: yeah no it's incredible it's almost like the Superman cape came off and everybody just wants to attack him
1: yeah yeah of course of course I mean why wouldn't you I mean that's the only time you can do it because other than that I mean he, he always typically has bragging rights and kind of keep you at bay and so But A-Rod is fine. Um, You know, he'll obviously bounce back if he decides he wants to come back and play next year. I don't see this being an ongoing – he hasn't lost it. He hasn't forgot how to play quarterback. Um, It's just one of those situations where it rains, it pours, and when you get into this funk, it's hard. It's really hard to kind of roll out of it, uh, especially with some of the things he's probably created himself as far as relational tension and things of that nature that we've kind of seen play out uh, in Green Bay uh, over the course of the last season and a half.
0: There been any teams in the past couple of weeks that have kind of caught your attention? You maybe think people aren't showing a lot of giving, giving enough credit to that maybe can make a run. Mm,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, not. You think, Oakland, you
0: think the, uh, the Raiders are too far out of it because they've they've three in a row.
1: Yeah, I mean they can play, but again, when you get to the playoffs, it, it shifts a little bit. Um I'm a huge, I've been a, a huge proponent of the Raiders. Um, obviously I played there. I know Derek Carr. I know what type of leader he is. I, we all witnessed what he was able to do with this team last year um, with all of the distractions that they had to deal with off the field. Um, and to get that team in a position to go to the playoffs um, was was remarkable. So I actually had them, I think, actually winning. Them. I, mean, I think I might even have them winning this division. But I didn't think the Patrick Mahomes was going to be as good this year losing Tyreek Hill. I thought they may take a step back and obviously – uh, the Raiders made some huge moves in free agency um, and thought they would be a lot better um, than what they were. But, you know, if you want in November and December and start playing at the right time, and, you know, I've seen, you know, some nine and six teams, or, you know, I know it'd be a little bit different to be 10 and six or nine and seven now or 10 and seven uh, with the extra game. So when you think about the Giants, uh, what was that, 2010? Nine, whenever they won their first Super Bowl, being like a wild card, getting in and making a run and winning it, uh, Green Bay might have did it the, the the year after them, right? So when Baltimore is a wild card at the right well.
0: time, Baltimore too, I think. You said too. who? Baltimore, I think that year. Yeah.
1: So if you, get, yeah, yeah, they might have been that year too when they won it. When you get hot at the right time and you and they got good players, people yeah. thought this team was going to be probably you know that whole division when it was going to be at the top tier of the. Of the AFC, um, you can get in there and make some noise. So I can I, I can see that for sure. Um, definitely with them with the last couple of weeks, you know, finding ways to win games.
0: What about Denver? What did you do you see this season coming or was this a total shock?
1: Uh I mean, I would say it's a total shock. Just to, I, I don't know a lot about Denver. Um, I know guys that cover and kind of watching out as far as what they had offensively, and everybody talking about maybe just a quarterback away. Um, it just shows you that the grass isn't always greener and that you are always not just a perfect fit wherever you go. Um, and so you have to be real intentional about the spaces that you walk into, um, especially when you, are, when you are established, cause you can't always do the same things that you did in one place, Seattle in this case, and then shift that same mentality in the way you walk and talk and relate to people in a new, in a new, uh, organization as in Denver, different people, Right. Nobody, nobody, you didn't you didn't win a super bowl with them, right? And so sometimes you have to shift a little bit as far as how you relate to people. Cause that's what I always hear from guys that play with them, that are playing with them currently, uh in, in Russell Wilson is just the relatability, right? The vibe. Yeah. Um, and you can take it or leave it, but when you're losing, right, it it, it all the ugly stuff comes out. And so as a quarterback, sometimes you got to self-reflect and really as a person or a leader, you got to self-reflect and see where you can shift and to make things, um, you know, I don't know, uh, mendable or mend things when you're not winning, right? Sometimes you have to approach it a little bit differently, especially when you see guys aren't responding to that typical or your typical leadership style.
0: Yeah, because I was looking at the um, looking at some yesterday. I think they've given up the second. The defense is incredible. They given up the second fewest points in the NFL. The offense has scored the second fewest point. No, I think they're. I think they. I saw some. I think I think the Texans have scored more than Denver, which doesn't make any sense. Obviously, you lose Javante, right. you lose Garrett Bowles. It's gonna be a backbreaker. They 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 move on from Melvin Gordon, but but Chubb's gone and the defense is still playing well. So like it's just what because i know i think i don't know if you saw that interview i think i don't know when it was when with sherman and marsh on about how russ doesn't give out his phone number to teammates They that calls manager you've heard anything i don't know, yeah, they I don't know they if it's true i don't know if it's true but you ever,
1: ever heard anything like that well i know those guys so i mean i've heard i've heard them talk about it before um so i don't know i i do you know i don't know how valid it is but i know those guys and they say it i'm a believe it unless somebody says something differently I, there's no reason to make something up like that right yeah why why, why? Yeah. i mean you know those guys there's just no reason to do it
0: yeah because then I know, I know they said sierra they said like half the teammates didn't job his birthday party i'm like they can't call him i think i know where to go so,
1: <laughs> so. well the birthday party i'm less worried about yeah i'm, I'm more worried about if i got to go through somebody else to talk to a guy in the locker room Yes, yeah. you know, but me going to your birthday party. I mean, Russ is what I don't know, what is he mid 30s? Yeah, 35? He, so I don't like know if really we still be old. having
0: big birthday parties at 35. So, yeah, I
1: mean, I want to come to it, you know. I mean, if I was I was an old guy in the locker room, I probably wouldn't invite half the guys to mine, you know, just because we don't have nothing. They don't got no kids, not married, no nothing, you know. You know,
0: the, you know the, uh, the comedian uh, Hannibal Burris,
1: no, what, what was he talking about?
0: He had one joke, I forget, a couple of years ago, and it was really like, it's like, somebody invited me to their 32nd birthday party. He's like, nah, because when you 29, you can have a birthday party. When you're 30, you have a birthday party. When you're 31, you have 30, a birthday party. When 32, you can go out to dinner with one person, then you go to bed. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's what? Cause I was watching a draft day that, and they had a Wisconsin quarterback and nobody gave me the birthday party. I'm like, what's going on with these Wisconsin guys? Cause first Russ, oh, now man. it's Bo Callahan's not good. But yeah, no, but well, that's
1: different. What, that's like a 21st birthday party. That's a little party, different. Though? 21.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's I you know mean
1: know. nobody showed to our 21st and we all in college and nobody shows up and I'm the starting yeah. quarterback.
0: Yeah, and you I, know how
1: you know I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit different than somebody being 35.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, but I really appreciate you taking time. Um, I know you get the foundation. You guys have any events, anything coming up? or anything you want to plug?
1: Well, I mean, the biggest thing is uh Super Bowl um is obviously going to be here in Arizona this year. And so we're partnering with Basket of Hope. Oh, cool. Um, and um, and so we'll be making baskets out at the Phoenix raceway uh, with them and then deliver them to Phoenix children's hospital. Um, And then there's a a ton of other things. Christmas is coming up as well, partnering with my church Gate church and uh, providing Christmas to, uh, to uh, kids and their families over at home middle school or elementary school. Um, And so, yeah, just always trying to find different ways to use uh, the platform and resources that, you know, I was blessed with playing the game I did for so long and, and galvanizing the community. And so it's really more about just the people that uh, help me as well. Uh, Bill's Mafia does a great job of donating. I have family members that that come out and uh, help actually, uh, you know, boots on the grounds, the hands and the feet that actually make the thing go happen. So just want to shout out to all the volunteers and people that donate to the foundation. So if you're one of those individuals that want to get involved, maybe you're Phoenix, maybe you're not. And so maybe you only can donate. uh, uh, That's all great. It all goes to a great cause to our different initiatives. Uh, you can go to LorenzoAlexander.org and donate on that page. Um, and then you also can follow me at um, Aces Foundation or on Twitter for me, one man gang 97 um, and look me up. So always trying to do something positive, and, and, and I'm always looking for collaborative efforts as well. It's not all about just me, but we get a group of people doing something, we can always enhance the impact that we have on our community.
0: Absolutely. You got me thinking when you brought up the Super Bowl, because obviously Tampa had the Super Bowl two years ago. And they're playing in it. Last year at the Rams, two years ago in the Super Bowl, they're playing in it. Cardinals turned this not thing happening. around. We got three in a row. You don't think so? Not happening? Not not, happening. not I, happening. I I wish I wish it was true.
1: I, right? Another organization that I played for, but it's just there's no consistency there, and there's there's a lot of relational turmoil that's kind of playing itself out on on, on the field right now.
0: Yeah, well, I love I love Bud Baker. I think he's incredible. So.
1: Oh yeah. Oh man. Hey, I mean, if, if you want to talk about a bright spot, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's unsung and is Really, a not I don't want to say a victim, but a casualty of all the chaos that's happening of, of losing, he has been lost in the shuffle. That dude is a gem, he plays at another level. I don't know if he had a chance to see hard knocks or not.
0: Oh, yeah, that opening episode, I became, I'm a episode, fan, I'm a fan. The dude's
1: incredible seeing him, seeing him with his sister and then having all the coaches, man, challenging that man. Can you please just play like Buddha? Just run around, just the energy that he brings, the professionalism, the intensity, right? Um, those things show up. Um, in the win column, and um, or contribute to the win column, and and that's something that this team, I think, is lacking is is that 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 level of maturity and professionalism um, from top down. But they're a young team in a lot of regards, and I, I think there's a lot of uh, hope for the future because they do have some guys that are gifted. It's that light just has to switch on, and once that that happens, this team will have an ability to make some noise for a long time.
0: Yeah, because Isaiah Simmons can probably end to end, probably one of the quickest linebackers in the NFL. They get, get pieces. They get pieces.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Isaiah, I mean, you know, obviously, you saw his his um his hard knocks episode too, right? And it's all about the day to day, right? I think I think that's something that the highlight reel, right, the microwave generation, um, that culture, um, and and we all have to kind of figure this thing out. But I think it's really been highlighted by that. By this current generation and the highlight tape, right? We all want to. I've got to tell my kids this all the time. Everybody want to. Who got Moss? Right? Everybody want to do the big play, Moss or the one hand catch, right? Or the spectacular spin move sack. But those things are outliers in games. It's the mundane. It's the it's the play to play. Did I have great hands? Did I have great eyes? Did I wrap up? Did I run my feet right? Did I know the play? Did I execute my assignment? Those are the basics, and that's what happens on 95% of the plays. The spectacular are the outliers. And if you can find eliteness and consistency in the mundane, you can play in the league for a long time and, 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 and be very impactful doing that because you're always where you want to need to be. And when you need to be, the ball is going to find you. And so those are the things I think Isaiah has improved on. I think that's why the last game they played was probably his best game. He did have a couple of mistakes that led to to scores, but the mundane, right, the things that ain't nobody looking at was uh, significantly better. And other guys, Zavin, Majai, Cameron, uh, Zach Allen, who's been doing it even more so at a high level, and he continues to kind of on that trajectory, following behind J.J. Watt, um, Wilson, if those guys learn it from a defensive perspective, then obviously Kyler and Rondell Moore on the offensive side, and Lucita Smith and uh, the young tight end they have, Trey if those guys start understanding that, this team has a nucleus of guys that, that can make this team very competitive for a long time.
0: I think it was that Thursday night game against the Saints when um, when they picked off Dalton and they showed Dalton going and going like this and you saw the dude running the touchdown back in the end of his down. Probably, probably the best highlight I've seen this year. Just the angle of Dalton yeah. like this and this dude just flying into the end zone. Uh,
1: it was, yeah. incredible. It was yeah. incredible. It's an instantaneous meme.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. But I do appreciate the time, as always. Can't wait to see how the season finishes up, but I do appreciate the time.
1: All right, brother.